0: Hey friends, we're glad you could join us. In this conversation, we were trying to figure out if we could find out a basic emergency plan, a kind of relationship first aid for flowing with the Dow. <laughs> in other words, as we decided, Stacy and I decided, that 2021 would be the year of the flow, we're focusing on this idea of maintaining our flow instead of getting caught up in the things that snag us or the things that cause us to get into little eddies, little swirls where we don't keep moving. And this is helpful because we're recording as we look at a river and we look at it flowing. And as we do this, I have... Uh, put together a list of four components to an event. We'll talk about those components. We'll talk about how working through those components with a person that you're romantically involved with or a co-worker, anybody that you have a relationship with, if you want to keep a good relationship, even through some tough events, this is the show for you. We are not clinical psychologists. We are not marriage counselors. This is just something that we're working through, and maybe it will be helpful with you. Certainly, it can be a helpful thought experiment as you think about your own interactions with people. Come along for the ride. We're glad you're with us. Let's go. Right, Three, zero, All ahead, so- Hey Stacy, this is one of our favorite spots.
1: It is. It is. Tell
0: the good listener what you're seeing. <laughs> what what are we what are we looking at outside?
1: Well we're here in the in the desert. We are staring at the Mojave Desert. Yes, we're staring at a beautiful body of water here. And we are so we got a lake here in front of us. We've got sand underneath us and
0: A place for the doggy to, to
1: and normally this is a hot spot during the summer because people like to boat and ski and all that but in the obviously the winter it's too cold in the desert here so we have a lot of this space uh, largely to ourselves so it's kind of amazing how much <laughs> to see it so crazy and busy in the summer and yet empty in the winter it's fun to explore now and feel like it's our own
0: <laughs> the winds picking up and uh we're inside, and Stacy, you say, "Hey, there's some naked guys outside, which is very rare there's not a lot of not a lot to see in terms of you know humanity uh, but all of a sudden there's and, and I'm thinking, well this isn't that doesn't make sense and and lo and behold, there's some dudes they're relatively fit, and just took the pants off
1: <laughs> well it was it was funny because when i I woke up this morning i I could hear when they drove up they've got this you know white minivan and three dudes come come out of it and they start either they explore a little bit around the corner here for a second go back to their car and realize this is their spot I thought they were they were going to camp near us and so they pull out all the stuff from their vehicle and and so I happen to grab my coffee and I have the, the window open and I happen to look over and I'm like Chef, <laughs> there are three naked guys. Do there? <laughs> and it turns out that uh, they were going spearfishing, <laughs> and they were putting their outfits on, and so they were getting out of their regular sweatpants and sweatshirts into their waterproof. Ish gear or wetsuit type material stuff. So anyway, that was kind of interesting. And I and I guess what I, my advice to you all, if you ever in a situation where you are near campers with blacked out windows, <laughs> there usually are people inside, and just they, sitting
0: there and having tea, they, <laughs>
1: and they can't see you.
0: <laughs> We've you might seen think, some things. You
1: might think you're all alone because it sure they. I mean, they would have every reason to think that nobody could see, and or, they're
0: all being polite and tasteful. Yeah, they're trying to hide behind their van. Yeah, the uh, the it wasn't yeah it, it was. wasn't like when we were trying to. Hang out and talk through life with our friend Kelly, and and all of a sudden Kelly's sitting where you are now, and she starts to have this strange expression on her face, and she says, "Yeah, there's 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 shooting like a topless lady on a on a Lamborghini next door."
1: <laughs> that was, that was in that was, that was for a commercial shoot. Yeah.
0: We've, we've run into some weird things in <sighs> this truck a and movie it's shoot. <laughs> the world around it in little uh, little camper van here, Saint George, holding up real nicely. Real nice to have a heater. Yes. Although one thing we forgot was that the we 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 were not in the flow. We normally come here and we immediately get ourselves under shade. Like shade is <laughs> golden.
1: The tree. the tree is 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 really important around here. If you can find a tree, you know, often you know. So we
0: found a nice shade tree, pulled under that, and it was. Cold. <laughs> it was a mistake,
1: <laughs> and on top of that, our uh, solar panel wasn't getting enough heat. In
0: the middle of the night, we started to hear our little beeping noise. Our batteries were all depleted. I thought, what? Well, what was? What was taking up the battery? The
1: heater for the, um, you know the the RV, but also we'll be, well, our I'll, music and the well, lights. The music, we had but I want to go on. to the heater. I want to go <laughs> yeah, to
0: the heater yeah. because people might forget this. We thought we made the stupid mistake. Propane is what heats this right space so and it heats it really nice we don't need the battery but. but the battery is blowing the fan and that was my fatal flaw in the middle of the night we had to get out you had to get out and turn the truck on so that we could turn the generator on <laughs> the generator can't start without electricity
1: yeah it needs that boost first so
0: anyway here we are so we came up with this little map it's a map of relationship events this is, again, if you're in uh, this mode where you're trying to flow in a relationship, you're trying to stay on an even keel, you're trying to keep your relationship equilibrium, you're trying to stay in a positive spirit so that you dance and you make food together and you have joy, but something happens and everything gets thrown out of whack. That happens right. and, to us sometimes. And
1: <laughs> well, and a lot of times. And I think in the, in the uh, what we wrestle with is... We know that we love each other very much. We have these things, though, that sometimes are just almost intolerable or we, are intolerable <laughs> um, every once in a while. And, yes. and we get hung up. So sometimes we kind of mix even the bigger things with the littler things and it all kind of blends in. And then the littler things can be in danger of throwing off our day. Or an hour or two or whatever. Or a couple days.
0: And I think the good listener, you need to understand, we are very committed to each other. We think about our relationship a lot. We do more together than a lot of couples. We, I think, jive uh, a little bit better than a lot of couples in terms of just our our values. Yeah, we have a lot of of
1: similarities. We
0: spend a lot of time researching things together.
1: Very different personalities.
0: And it is almost (laughs) ill-advised. To be, I mean, like I'm saying, we're talking about enneagram seven and one. I know I'm saying, I love you. I love you too. It's, but it's almost. (laughs) If you were dating somebody, all things being equal, seven and one enneagram is not easy.
1: I don't know. I mean, I, I don't. I mean, I guess I'll say this: that a one in their healthiest spot is going to cling to seven ish things, and so there. That's where a one that is. In, you know, is in in a healthy spot, embracing life. Then they're going to. It's good
0: for you to be brought the, into the seven. the seven. So just adventure. if people don't know what these enneagrams are, so Stacy, what's a, a simple way of thinking about what your oneness is?
1: A one is um, ones have a very a very t- tough. Um, I would say, like a negative um, self talk, a lot of criticism inside your head. It's it's about judgment. Um, there is a lot of. Uh, where you know something is right uh you you you, you can just like you have a strong sense of what's right and what's wrong mm-hmm. and a lot of times because you do have that strong sense uh the temptation of a one is to also tell other people uh what they're not doing right <laughs> that's right and that sense you mentioned judgment right cuz you yep. where where we you see something off off the mark a little bit or whatever uh, a one sees that and then may or may not bring that to others attention but um but yes so there's that really strong sense of right and wrong though that is, is a guiding point in their life.
0: And I'm like Dionysus in this wild dance. I'm a seven. The seven is Once adventure, adventure, avoiding adventure partying, but also like, but, but also I'm very, you know, creative and I'm just like, just letting it, just letting it go. Right. So those two things together can be something that causes friction. Right. I'm like, we could do la, la, la. We can like, you know, have the bee farm do this. And then you're going to tell me the things that are wrong with it.
1: Yeah, the Yo, know, I can. Yes, when when I'm <laughs> when when I'm doing something that's going to frustrate you. Yes, that's how I would.
0: Well, I'm saying, but like, I, can, I, mean, I don't so, mean to. Yeah, but. you don't mean to, and we'll get to that. But like, so I, I've got this big dream, mm-hmm. and I'm like all over the place. I'm like, and well, then we can, and then we can have like a a tree house. and like, well, you know, the county's not going to let us have a treehouse. Like, this is true. Yeah. This is true. But you're doing what the one does, and I'm trying to like just dance. But it feels to me like I'm a bird that has like a, a, a like a little like a. Like a string tied to my foot. And if I get like a certain height, then all of a sudden, yank. And you know I saying? sometimes <laughs> feel
1: like I am a passenger in the craziest museum, I, I mean, a roller coaster ride Right. that I'm strapped in. <laughs> and we are just going to fly, and I don't know where this thing is going. And we are just going to, there's going to be lots of adventure. I don't know. I'm a little worried sometimes about or safety. <laughs> so your
0: is emotional your, your 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 emotional reaction to my personality is the feeling of that anxiety and feeling sometimes that you would have on a roller coaster and my emotional reaction is often going to be a feeling of claustrophobia of feeling tied down gotcha, like the bird on the, with a the string right mm-hmm. so those metaphors are helpful as we think through and those things are just going to be what we do. Yeah. So we could say for 20 years, stop being that way.
1: <laughs> stop being you. That's work a whole, harder, that's a whole other relationship. Work harder
0: at not having those, re- and we've realized, I think after 25 years of marriage now.
1: As hard as you possibly work. It's, it's
0: I think that was not, <laughs> that's not helpful. We can't really change those. There's some things about us that we can't change. Right. Or it's just so much work that that's not very doubt. It's not or very Or we helpful. lose
1: pieces of who we are in Maybe so, to or we have strength.
0: to suppress our emotions. So let's look at each of these components. So in our lives, there are these things that we'll call events. The event can throw us off. Mm -hmm. The anatomy of the event is what we're hoping can be helpful in our relationship and yours, Mm -hmm. dear listener. So, and again, the first aid is not to be able to resolve it forever and all time, but just to stop it from being a problem in that moment to disrupt your day, disrupt your vacation, disrupt your week. The order of events is this first, you have an intention. Or
1: no intention, right? You just or go no about intention. your life, right?
0: There's intention, then action, then reaction, then resolution. Intention, action, reaction, and resolution. Don't get hung up on the terms, because if you want to you know, define these, stay with us here so we briefly define them so you understand what we're talking about your intention is what's going on in your mind what's your state of mind are you loving towards somebody are you a a faithful employee are you trying to help the business Mm -hmm. what what do you what are you after sometimes as you say though you say no intention
1: well i guess what i'm saying is there's a lot of times that people kind of live life without even really thinking about it like they're just almost like unconsciously going through certain steps and movements.
0: Right. And so And that and that's worth noting sometimes too. Right. So that
1: okay, you could I I guess it's important to go back to maybe the deeper intention of, you know, are you an evil person? Do you actually, you know, do you love me or whatever? Those kinds of things matter. You know. Um, But if if that part is the the solid Base. If you got to figure out what the relationship's based on,
0: this is who this person is and what they're about, and then the things that flow from it. Then there's an action. That action may or may not accurately represent to other people what that inner intention is.
1: So, and that's where I think that that's where it enters into our lives is the action yeah. where we see the, the visi- manifestation, the, the manifestation, the, vis- yeah. the what becomes visible
0: mm-hmm.
1: is an action. Period. And what is that action? Is it a good thing? You know, is it is it Is it creating harm? Is it creating peace? Is it loving? Is it, you know, hurtful?
0: The action could be a word or something that you've done, some movement, something that caused the other person now to have a reaction. Correct. The reaction is often involuntary. You may be able over time to develop skills for reacting in different ways, mm-hmm. right, um, to seeing a snake or heights or somebody yeah.
1: And so, and again, what, you, what you're referring to here is sometimes even, like, more of that, the, what, the physiological yeah. responses yeah. to an action. So, if something happens, something enters into your world, um, there are often even just... Auto, like you're automatically your body responds in a certain way. And you're right. talking about that kind of reaction.
0: Right, right. So past traumas can cause me to be stressed about something that I don't have a, a, an intellectually good reason to be stressed about, but I also have to just honor that that's what's going on. That my my emotions, my body, my my whole way of being has over the decades mm-hmm. been formed in a certain way. I've been trained to avoid pain and to go towards pleasure, whatever those things are. And, um, and I just have to note that, right? So I'm going to react to your action. You're going to react to my actions, um, in kind of instantaneous ways. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we'll get too upset about about each other's reactions. but the reaction is just the reaction. The action's the action, the reaction's reaction. And then the final part we'll call resolution. And I don't want you to think listener that the resolution means you're just going to solve whatever that problem is overall. When we say resolution, we say, all right, what are we going to do about that event? Some, how, you know, how are we going to handle it? Is it
1: possible that sometimes the resolution becomes another action and it might even be an action that is a lash out action?
0: Well, it could, you know, and I think that... Or I, is that just a starting the process all over? I again. think, well, no, I think that that's kind of dealing with how did you manifest the reaction. We'll get to that in a second. In other words, the re- for me, the resolution is the, is the wise phase okay. where after you've, you've, you've got this problem, this is where you can, you can do something healthy. You're in a fight. You're in a quarrel with somebody at work or a spouse. And you go back at the, you look at the anatomy of those other three things. Mm -hmm. And by doing that, by by kind of saying, I'm going to separate out the intention, the action, and the reaction and understand each component, Mm -hmm. then I can say, now what are, what am I going to do about it? Mm -hmm. And if you're still in a good relationship with somebody, what are we going to do about it? Mm -hmm. So your options could be, for instance, one party apologizes. Right. Say, oh, I see now how this action was hurting you. Right. I didn't realize how the action was hurting you, so I apologize. And then the other person could resolve it in their own life by forgiving. You could, however, say, this has crossed a line. This action has crossed a line that I can't get past.
1: Right. So non- For instance, non negotiable. Yeah. Somebody
0: hit me. Well, I may be able to to not write you out of my life altogether, but I'm not going to be in proximity with you. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to resolve to not be in proximity with this person that could hit me because every time I'm in proximity with somebody who um, who hit me, I might have a negative reaction that's just not health healthy for me or for them, mm-hmm. right? I mean, so there's all sorts of ways in which you could kind of. Um, kind of work through this, but you have to keep on the table that sometimes your resolution would be to distance yourself from the the offending party.
1: Right. And sometimes it's, this is so petty and doesn't matter. And then I don't need, I realize the action is going to continue to exist, but I am okay with that. I'll move on. This is not anything that really should
0: be bothering our relationship so you could call it ignore and ignore is different from apologize so i could sit down and say oh i see what was wrong i i i I apologize or it's different from forgive oh i see that this was a a really big problem but we're going to move past it now that we've talked about it sometimes you just say this isn't worth me spending 48 hours debating just ignore it because it's not that big of a deal or you can have a boundary or you could welcome it maybe that action challenged your comfort zone mm-hmm. and maybe you don't initially want it right like somebody surprised you for your birthday with a rock climbing trip okay but you didn't get to pack for your rock climbing trip or something so you're reacting in a way that's out of fear mm-hmm. not you personally but you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and then you might say as you look through all these things you look at the intention you look at your own fear and reaction you might say my response is or my resolution is to go on this trip and be grateful Mm-hmm. and welcome it. So, you can honor, this is the key, you can honor your reaction, you can honor the emotions of fear about, say, fear of heights mm-hmm. without taking that fear and putting it on your friend who tried to bring you rock climbing. Right. And turning fear into anger and putting it on them would be unnecessary, unloving.
1: Yeah, I mean, and not, I would say especially as long as... Uh, with it, their intention matters because sometimes you can't really force somebody to face even a a fear that may seem you know doesn't seem logical to you or something. And if somebody's not ready to face it, right? So if I yeah. if I knowingly gave you the gift of a rock climbing trip and you just already had said that could be torturous, you know what? I'm not doing heights or whatever. At that, that could that be point, manipulative. Yeah, it could be a manipulative, unloving act mm-hmm. in reality.
0: Well, that's why we got to go and take a a good look at the anatomy of these events. When we do, we don't want to look at it chronologically. Partly, I think, because if you go chronologically, you'll spend the first hour and a half (laughs) talking about intentions. Mm -hmm. And that actually can be unhelpful.
1: Right, because it it doesn't erase the action that happened. And it didn't erase the reaction. Instead, it gets caught up in motives. And motives aren't, although they do play into it, they aren't aren't the thing. Mm -hmm. They aren't the problem
0: always. Two of our bigger like, quarrels. It can be yeah.
1: sometimes. I mean, we might need to think, rethink our intentions, but I'm saying that getting caught up in that alone.
0: Um, it doesn't matter because normally, I mean, it's good to know, but we kind of knew, like over the last year, we know that we have generally good intentions towards each other, right? right?
1: Now, if you discover that through these actions and the reactions, that somebody's intention was bad. Yeah, then that's a, maybe. A are time you my to enemy? Walk away from right. that relationship. Or well, yeah. And assuming the intention the intention is well-meaning mm-hmm. and not something specifically harmful towards you, right. right? Then these are all good little posts for us to then. Go through. You start with the action mm. and the reaction so you can understand what's going on here.
0: Understand
1: yeah. the patterns of what's happening. Right. You know.
0: Before you get caught up Where in a lot happens. of the other stuff. Where's the ripple? I think in like in the last little while, though, we two times we failed to really be effective in our relationship because we focused on intention. So I would come in with an apology. And you'd say, that's not a very good apology. Because what I was doing was I was trying to say I didn't mean to hurt your feelings I love you which is something that I want you to hear and is the, at the root of in the in the case that I'm thinking of mm-hmm. something that was causing you anxiety or or feeling maybe insecure in our relationship mm-hmm. so I'm trying to show you my intentions but by focusing on that and not starting with what it was that caused you the anxiety you couldn't hear me saying I love you and have good intentions.
1: Because it feels like sometimes, it feels like we're glossing over the harm that was done.
0: So that's why this is the order we think is best. First, action. Number two, reaction. Number three, intention. Number four, resolution. So you go action, reaction, intention, resolution in terms of how you're looking at this thing, Mm -hmm. not how the thing flows. And the reason is, especially as we look at the first season of the podcast and then into more recent things we've been exploring. It seems to us that the great insight of the Tao Te Ching and also in season two, as we were looking at Jesus is just confronting with boldness, the truth right. instead of lies by just recognizing the truth of what's going on. Then you see, you see there's a lot of healing. For instance, when Jesus comes across the woman at the well, and he says you've had five husbands. He just is speaking the reality. He doesn't even comment on it and doesn't even judge it. He just speaks it, and that's really helpful to get right. honesty and clarity and authenticity. That's the first piece.
1: And I, I would say, yeah, I would say so. The truth—it's slightly different, <laughs> but yeah, how you get that at get at that is. Facing reality, like you mm-hmm. said, what is the actual? What is the what is what is it that we know? What are the facts of this situation? And the action what is, is the, is the fa- reality that we know what, what is going on here.
0: And the action is the fact. And you, when you look at the action, you've got to separate out the intention of the action and the reaction to the action. Yeah. You've got to say what happened. Was something left undone? Was somebody hit? Was somebody called a bad word? Did somebody not come home when they said they were going to come home? And what, whatever that action is, you have to start with that. And in the first season, we were talking about how so often, especially when it comes to abuse in the church, that gets about 50 seconds of airtime. Some, you know, church worker does something inappropriate, and the focus is on, 90% of the focus is on how the family dealt with the complaint about that. hmm you know, did you use Matthew 18 properly to confront the individual? Did you go to the media instead of mm-hmm. going to the elders? Mm-hmm. You're always dealing with the way that you responded to it rather than the action. And therefore, if you're in a church body, if you're in a religious group, if you're in a workplace, if you're in a marriage, you've got to have everybody feel 100% secure that the facts were properly stated. And until you have that, everything else is a waste of your time. You know what I'm saying? That makes sense. Then, you don't go to the intention. Well, I didn't mean to get into the situation or whatever. That puts it all on the, in many cases, a perpetrator of an action.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Who cares? In, in the, second, the second phase is, let's honor then, how did that action Cause this affect re- somebody? Reaction. That's the reaction. That's what we're talking about with the reaction. So, so when
1: you do this, this is what happens to yeah. me.
0: You told a joke. I had this reaction. You said something that felt uncomfortable, I had this discomfort and anxiety in me. That's a fact. Right. It's not a fact that that person meant to cause that in you, but it's a fact that they said something and it's a fact that you felt something.
1: And it, it's typically here where I see people say, oh, well, you're overly sensitive.
0: Yeah. And so who cares? That's the first thing. You just acknowledge that that is how they're feeling. Mm-hmm. Maybe somebody's too jealous because of something you did or said. Maybe somebody is too... um irrationally you know you didn't make somebody a, a a toast and they irrationally interpret that as i'm not loved by my spouse mm-hmm. right so like but the fact that they feel that is worth noting
1: right if you're ever going to get to the bottom of it right
0: then once you see that, and you understand sometimes that that's an involuntary reaction, you can, you can modify how you respond to that. We'll get, you know, to, in a second. How, how are you going to resolve? How are you going to deal with that emotion? But you need to honor it. And I think sometimes, like in, especially for young women, certainly in, in the way you've talked about this, you're taught very often not to have the, the anger or the response. Like you just don't have that
1: there's a negative stigma to female emotions (laughs) and maybe, and maybe we can be, you know, overly emotional, especially during certain times of the month. But I, I feel like in general uh, the way women are kind of often, at least in my experience have been told, like if you put, you know, you're a little too sensitive, you're a little too, you know, whatever. Like, if you just can, you know, keep a clear head and don't get, you know, so emotional. Right. Um, that, that that somehow is 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 ideal.
0: But you have the emotion.
1: You have the emotion.
0: So what are you going to do? You acknowledge it. You honor the fact that it's there, right? right. Like, you recognize that it, it is something that happened. Okay. So then, you go back to the intention. And it's at this point that I think that you could be ready to explore it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? Because... Once we've once we 've been clear, okay, this is how it 's making you feel. What do I really want? Who am I? The other person that may be the offending party or somebody who you, you know is has has created an event mm-hmm. that was disruptive. They might have meant it, might have not meant it, but the the actor mm-hmm. i'm the actor say in this case you 're the reactor in this you know case. How do how do I how do I think through this? Well I've honored that. Now I'm gonna go back to the intention so that I can say, now do you understand though that I do love you? So I'm not trying to do these things, you know, you know, mm-hmm. to uh to indicate that I don't love you. So that's I mean, don't you think that's kind of that's a helpful thing once you've processed it?
1: Yeah. Well and then if, if I understand your intention then I can say, Okay, well then in the future, just know if you do X, Y, or Z, this is how it's going to be, you know, Perceived right. by me, I can't help these reactions. This is going to happen. Yep. But you it's, know? if you and it could be, if you really do love me, then if you could work on this, then I need less of this in my life. I need right. to avoid. You know, uh, I need to avoid some of this.
0: And so, once you've done that, when you examine the intention, then that's going to help you to know whether or not you want to continue long term in this relationship. And that's going to come into play with the resolution. Because mm-hmm. in the resolution, I'm going to say, well. I really like this person. So if they have good intentions towards me, if they have goodwill towards me and I want to stay in relationship with this person, that's going to affect the choices that I consider Mm -hmm. for how I'm going to deal with it. If it's somebody that you just meet in passing at the grocery store, well since you don't have a long-term relationship with them, ignoring could be a really good answer. Right. Cuz who cares what their intentions are?
1: Right. There are some situations where you know it might involve a coworker where you may not even fully get access to their intentions, but you are going to have to deal with this person. Yeah. And so one of the things you could remember, it and this could be a, a one-sided conversation even and you're looking at okay, when coworker did x, mm. this is how I responded. So when they left their, you know, their originals in the the, the copier. The, the copier. And, and this is something that they always do, right? And I'll, I find in myself that all of a sudden I get frustrated by this because I have to, you know, first clean up their stuff before I, I mean, what if I use the top part or whatever and it copies their document <laughs> or something again? And I, I find this to always be the case. Okay, you could talk to the coworker and, and, and tell them, you know, like, hey, you know, I really appreciate if you don't leave your originals. But guess what? if they're going to they're the kind of person that always does that then you have to figure out okay this is what they do this is what it triggers in me and now what do i want to do about it like do i can i just be aware that this happens and then maybe check the printer ahead of time so i don't get to the point where it causes something negative in me you know but that idea that there's a i guess what i'm trying to say is you may not always know and your coworker's intention might be to mess with you and maybe they know that this is a soft spot for you, a sore spot. And so they're going to maybe, you know, maybe their whole point is to get at you. But I don't, I guess what I'm saying is, is there can be a resolution for your own protection that happens so that people can't manipulate you, but you don't always have to know their intentions or, or, you know, it's just somebody you have to live with, you know, that maybe you don't get through the whole thing with. Right.
0: So let's try it in terms of that emergency first aid kit relationship response by just thinking about maybe a couple uh, examples from our own lives. So we can kind of try this out again. The idea is you're, you're trying to flow through your week, having a good old time, putting on the dub music and all of a sudden an event comes that can disrupt it. Why don't you start with something that, that I did that was annoying?
1: Um, well, one of the, so one of the things that I would say, especially newer since, uh, COVID, I guess, is that we have, we have our masks and, you know, we had to kind of figure out oh, where we're going to keep our masks, that kind of thing. So I found these hooks that are in our in our uh, front room, kind of near our, our door. And there's a Jeff hook with Jeff's masks and there's...
0: No, it doesn't say Jeff, just to no, be clear for the, no. there's the this, audience. There's a Stacey hook <laughs>
1: that had Stacy masks and I showed Jeff. I said, here's here's... Jeff's mask hook, it's the one closest to the door. It's the one that he could grab, you know, right away. Mine's a little bit further away. It's a little bit, but right, right next to it though. And so there's my mask. And largely, I mean, part of the reason, I mean, obviously besides just the whole like, you know, health thing and in don't actually just like be breathing the, the same mask as, you know, somebody else, but we're, we're in the same space. So if I think if one of us gets away, it's we're not together about the which one, but, yeah. but the, um, what it, what it really is for me is when I put on a mask that you have worn because of your beard hair, mm-hmm. there is like a, 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 a smell to it. That is not bad, but it just smells like, um, like kind of like that, that hair smell or mm-hmm.
0: like, um, well, sometimes I put beard oil in. My-
1: yeah. So there's that, because I wanted to say greasiness without being, it's not offensive. Right. It's not like you don't t- take care of your beard. But there is, and the other thing too is, is when we have used the disposable ones that we might, you know, reuse a couple of times before we, mm-hmm. we toss them, um, your beard hair, it like scratches the the lining part and it makes it fuzzy. Yes. And so that when I put it on my face, it like itches <laughs> when I've worn one after... You've worn it because it just like tickles and itches around like the cottony pieces or whatever it is All right. that. Because so that so that's
0: it, it,
1: some of the it has background. A, it
0: has a physical manifestation. Yes, on your physical face. Yes. When I do this, and what do I do?
1: So it doesn't matter whether or not we have Jeffrey Stacy's mask hooks. Inevitably, I look and I can't. find my my, my mask is no longer hanging from the hook. And so now I need to go find another mask because when I'm trying to leave and go out the door or whatever, I can't, I can't find my mask.
0: So this is the event that threatens to throw off our otherwise blissful day (laughs) and uh, what then so the action, so the action, so let's look at this in this order that we said, so we look at the action. So this could cause a, cause a problem. we look at the action. Did I do this?
1: Yes. And that's really important. did Did you take the mask?
0: Sometimes I didn't. And that's important, right? I can't, I shouldn't be able to, I shouldn't have to get in trouble for that being the kind of thing that I do.
2: This is true. This <laughs> right? This is
0: true. Right? So, I mean, and, and that's usually been my one complaint is that, you know, when I was a church worker, if somebody left the door open at the church in Artesia, it must have been Youth Guy Mallinson. Because that's the kind of thing I would do. There's no guarantee that I did.
1: There's no guarantee, but also you're not even sure yourself whether. Well, that's you what I'm did saying. But it's it, like,
0: yeah. I mean, like, maybe that's, you know, that's me. But maybe I'm the true. guy who lost the keys, but it kind of sucks to live in a world where because I'm the most, most likely guy to do it, I must be the, the guy. But for the most part, with the masks, I stole it. wasn't Aiden. So then well, we eight, look-
1: It would never have been
0: Aiden. No. So it's, look-
1: whether I, it, it, me, it's whether I replaced my mask or not. You know, did I put it back properly where I, you know, have my little place or, which I, I would say probably 90% of the time I do, but 10% I don't. And I always think it's your fault. This is true.
0: So then we look at the reaction. So, right. So I did this. I'm assuming that I did take it. So then the reaction.
1: So my reaction, um, with that, uh, sometimes it can be frustration. Sometimes it can almost be mm, like, (sighs) <sighs> like <laughs> I want to say despair, but that's too strong of a word. Only because it doesn't matter how many times I show you the hooks or the the tell you the theory behind the plan <laughs> or whatever. And I feel like this is just like it. It's almost impossible. It I, feels. I think
0: you're thinking too much theoretically, though, about it. Because at this stage, I think one of the most important things is
1: my reaction. Is yeah, my is reaction, anger,
0: frustration. It's, I
1: would say it's frustration and sometimes despair. Okay. Yeah. I don't think that there's – sometimes I don't see a light, a way to fix this, mm. and I don't know how to avoid this problem because it doesn't matter, like I said. Yep. If I show you the hooks, even if I labeled it Jeff and Stacy, I don't think it would really matter. I think um,
0: – You could probably cut it down
1: 50%. Maybe.
0: Because part of it is – well, we'll get to that in a second. But part of it is, is uh, going to then go to the intention, which my intention is by no means to take the wrong mask. I'm just not thinking about it. Like, my mind is always on some other thing. How would you, what would you say my intention is?
1: Oh, uh, that's my point, is that you're not paying attention to Mm. the different mess. You're just going to, you need to get out the door and... Maybe it's an emergency because, you know, I say emergency, but somebody needs something out of your office or all of a sudden this like paper needs to hurry up and be t- signed, you know, turned in or whatever. Even now that we're talking so,
0: about it, yeah, if you say somebody needs a paper up at the office, I'm grabbing the first mask I can, I'm running. And up you're there. going up there. And I'm probably going to do that every time. Right. <laughs> it's going to be very hard for me to not. Right. Even, even if it says only for Stacey, I'm like, if I got to spend 20 minutes looking for my own mask.
1: And it doesn't matter what color it is, if no. we had separate colors, it just no. really wouldn't matter. It wouldn't matter. And that's why I'm saying, that's why I say the frustration or perhaps the despair, like, like, really? (laughs) Like, okay. So your intention, your intention is really to just get out the door and you need a mask to do it, especially because we live on campus. And anytime we're outside, we are constantly wearing a mask. Um, you know, when we're, even just to take mm. the dog for a walk or whatever. I just want to mention that yeah. because we live on campus. And that's just one of the the rules now. You know, you're doing real work for the family. You're trying hard. You're, right. not, you're not trying to screw me over. I right. know that. Right. So you aren't... Your intention isn't, hmm, I'm going to take Stacy's mask because I want to get at her a little bit and get her a little frustrated today. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like... <laughs> because... And, and you're not even thinking... You, you really aren't even thinking, I need this now. It doesn't matter what the consequences are. Because you don't even, at that point, you're not even thinking consequences yeah. or my reaction or anything. Yeah. You're just like, I got to solve this problem. Right.
0: And so in that context, if, I'm, if we're kind of working through it, one of the things that can go wrong is I bypass the action that is causing you the frustration. And so I never really resolved, like, how could I mitigate the number of times that this happened? It had
1: got me frustrated. Right. I realized that it's not your intention. And so then what did yeah. I do?
0: Right. What did you do?
1: What I did instead was I realized it doesn't matter if I label my hook. It doesn't matter if I change the color of the mask. I'm not going to keep fighting this issue just to be right or just say, you need to you know stop and think about this or whatever. Instead, I'm like, okay, I need a new solution for my mask. And so... Jeff's hook still becomes Jeff's hook where his mask goes and I took I take my mask and I found a drawer that I put them in and that that's where I put mine so they're not just hanging out there they're not obvious to you and so now you have to look just a little bit harder to find where you put and usually your mask if it's not hanging up it it's probably on the table. It's like, right. it's real close, right? I mean,
0: but this is, but don't, don't bypass the most important thing about this. And that is by looking through the reaction saying, this frustrates me. Yes. I don't need to leave Jeff because he's in idiot. Yeah. That's a, I said, a, a, I understand idiot. your
1: intention. And
0: the action is of frustration. So what are we going to do about it? If you want to Dow surf your relationships, do as Stacy did. And that is find a solution, a Dow solution that is going to just naturally make this thing easier. Swimming up against the stream is the opposite of Wu Wei. It's the opposite of surfing the Tao. That is, you've got to find a way to use the natural flow of existence Mm -hmm. to take care of a lot of things. And so in the natural flow, Mr. Jeff is not going to be going through drawers. No. So you know exactly where it is now. You can go to that drawer... And, I'm, and if it's not in you know, the
1: drawer, it's my own fault because I know you yeah, don't take it out of the drawer. Right.
0: I don't take it out of the drawer. And so there you go. And so to the extent that in your relationships, you can stop putting the burden on each other to change 20 years of pattern, mm-hmm. but rather just fix the thing according to the pattern. Example being uh, in nature, it seems like I see a lot fewer road kills on the freeway and i believe a lot of times that they have put in mechanisms to allow migration of deer and other things to go under um bridges and things they kind of help he- they help the animals flow a little bit better instead of instead of just saying no there's no flow you're just going to come up against this if nature is saying we're going to migrate across this interstate then you've got to come up with a solution that allows them to just kind of naturally flow without causing too much extra energy to be expended.
1: And because it's very similar, I'm just going to another thing that which I don't really have a full resolution for um, is uh, you meant you kind of because you kind of mentioned it, the towel thing. And so throughout our lives, we've, you know, in our bathrooms, we've had we often don't just take one towel, use it once and then put it in the dirty clothes we use it a few times before you know until we decide it's too dirty and and then throw it in the dirty clothes so we have different towels different colors or whatever like just in general like not we're not just there is one towel that is particularly jeff's towel that you bought one time that you wanted a um,
0: turkish gray towel yes yes
1: so that one is probably the only towel that i would say is if i had a towel is is, is yeah is just towel and then the rest of it is just this you know we have this big stack in the closet for you know it's just the three of us or whatever and we just have our different towels but i usually when i have a towel i'm i like you know pick a color that or something that doesn't match the rest of it so it stands out so that this is this is the one that i'm currently using and i'm working you know but this is the one i'm i'm working on and i after I'm done taking a shower, I'll often go and then like hang it back up in the bathroom so it can dry. And then the next time that I find it, it's still in the bathroom and now it's dry, right? And it seems like almost inevitably that that towel, whether or not I've put a perfectly nice, good, clean towel next to it, <laughs> I've told you that. <laughs> This, you know, this rack is mine. This one's, you know, this one's going to have my towel on it. This one's going to have your towel on it or whatever. It doesn't matter. Any of those things that I put in, I mentioned to you or whatever. It it doesn't matter. Like it, it will get used. There's one where we have like opposite sides of the bathroom. And then there's the one side that's Aiden's towel. It gets used less. But every once in a while, Aiden's in the same boat where that towel gets used too. Now, where it where it becomes a little frustrating for me is when i'm getting out of the shower and i realize that the towel that i thought should be dry right now is actually wet <laughs> you know, or maybe just got used or whatever. So it's really wet, damp, you know, to the point where it's not a comforting way to dry off, right? At the end of a shower. Or it's non-existent. And I forgot to like look real quick to make sure that, that my towel is there. And so I'm like, ah, I don't have a towel. I just assume that it's, taken care of or whatever and so i, I i've now learned <laughs> to at least make sure that there is a towel there and then go get a, a, a new one <laughs> so that i'm not standing there freezing or trying to call you and for you know so that i have a towel or whatever right yeah but it seems like no matter whether i've changed the colors of the towel whether i put your turkish towel up there and it's folded you know or clean not clean it doesn't matter you know whatever like it's been used or not um you know, a particular rung on the the little holder there for towels. It doesn't matter any of that um, to not have you potentially use that towel. Right. And I honestly don't mind if when I try to use my towel, it feels dry and and (laughs) it could actually dry me off. It doesn't bother me. Some people would. It doesn't bother me that you've used my towel. What it frustrates me is when I don't Don't have have a a good, when I don't have a good solution for myself.
0: So the action is, I have taken your towel, and now you are wet, and you don't have a towel.
1: Or it's really wet, and it's um, not a right. very uh, fulfilling <laughs> So then, so, then, so then talk through the
0: emergency first aid. So you come out, you're, you're very upset.
1: My reaction is, you know, at that point, it's frustration, right? Like, I'm going to be frustrated, but I don't have a good towel solution.
0: So I could get really mad at you for being angry... But in a certain sense, the feelings of anger, at least, are like if
1: I do, I know that if I ever do get to because the, the towel thing has happened for all of the twenty-five years we've yeah. been married, right? right. <laughs> you know, and there were times when I, you know, I'd be more inclined to anger. I don't think I, I give my, I don't give in to anger at this point in our relationship. It's you know, but there were right. earlier times. Um, I would say that I knew for I would I know for a fact that if at any point. That whatever the action is, and what, if my frustration ever turns to anger, that I've now lost the whole point. I, the action, you don't care about the action anymore. You, you switch it over to my, my reaction, my anger. But
0: maybe I shouldn't is what I'm saying. So, in other words, maybe my, I can be content. What I'm trying to say about the first aid kit here mm-hmm. is, if I get too hung up on your anger reaction, which I do sometimes, that's unhelpful. Does that make sense? Because, I agree, yeah, because, because
1: the action is still the action. It's the
0: action still is the action, and I don't necessarily like that anger, and I don't think necessarily that the way the anger is manifested mm-hmm. is appropriate on a, a given occasion. Like, you're right, not, you don't do it most recently, but you know I'm saying? It's possible for me to say, instead of getting too upset about you being angry about it, we just look at this. Ah, this is how angry it makes Stacey when I do this. Mm-hmm. This is what I do. Mm -hmm. these are my intentions right Mm -hmm. and that then takes me to for my intention backstory is i grew up with eight brothers and sisters and we never had such a thing as your own towel Mm -hmm. so like from the very earliest memories towels are not things that you own
2: Mm
0: -hmm. towels aren't things that are your own possession i have like a dorm room of eight sometimes nine siblings
1: and and we've never had a, a towel that we own it's no, just not the one home. that we're currently working on right no
0: but i'm simply saying it at my basic level of patterns in life
2: mm-hmm.
0: when i get to thinking i'm going to take a shower in the Mallinson home growing up with all those kids there might be three clean towels and eight people that need one that day mm-hmm. so if you find somebody's towel that's semi-wet you're doing a favor so like at Like at the very basic level, me taking a fresh, warm, folded towel out of a closet is something that happens at other people's houses. Maybe not even at a hotel because they're not warm enough. But like that fresh towel is a guilty feeling for me. Even at a hotel, even when I'm by myself, when I'm by myself at a hotel. At a conference, and I'm all by myself, I will take like a semi-damp towel off the ground because I feel terrible, also for the environmental reasons, but I feel terrible about pulling that fresh one off the top because I want to leave that for one of my sisters or my mom or somebody else needs that towel. Mm -hmm. And I can live without it. So, again, most of the time, I'm just not paying attention.
1: Right. So we, this isn't we, to say
0: that I'm like trying to be nice, but like, but and we
1: have, and we have like a big, okay, maybe they're not warm, but we do have a big stack of towels. Right, but I'm just not going to go there. So in the, in the some hall.
0: people might be inclined. Some people might be inclined to constantly go to the new towel mm-hmm. when you're saying, Hey, we're trying to save the environment and money for laundry. And
1: that's part of it is that I could be
0: the other way around. I can always
1: be going for the new towel, but it, 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 it To me, feels like well, (laughs) a waste, right? When I'm like feeling like every shower, I'm having to now go for the new towel because even even the old towels, if I brought them back and put three of them on there, there's no guarantee that you aren't going to start using (laughs) my the new towel I get, right?
0: But the resolution there was different from the from the drawer. What was your resolution there
1: for the towels? Yeah. I don't have one yet other than really just to say, you know what, this is just going to be in our lives. So one thing is, is to just double check um, to see if there's a towel in the first place that I can dry off with before I get in the shower. So I've told myself that at least so that I'm not standing there with no suitable towel, right? I know now to just make sure, check the dryness, Check, you know, check that there's something there to use. Then the second piece, it doesn't really matter. I've tried other solutions. I've tried, like I said, you know, um, we have more options in our current bathroom that we've just moved into of, you know, different, multiple places to hang it. So if I give you a Jeff spot versus a, you know, like a me and, an, and then an Aiden spot or whatever, that, that doesn't really matter. So that hasn't been helpful I would say it doesn't matter what I do in this situation. You are not going to learn to do anything different. It's not going to be any different. I've tried multiple ways of differentiating towels, locations of towels, how we're storing any of it. It doesn't matter. Even if I tell you the method, it doesn't stick. It doesn't stay. And so the only thing I've had to learn is just that I. this is just something I've got to deal with. So if if I want to be in a relationship with you, and we don't like we we don't have the luxury of separate bathrooms in any of our living situations at this point right so it's not like i'm going to have my bathroom and you have your bathroom so the only thing i can possibly do is basically just it's a given that this is going to happen and not allow it to ruin my day right
0: now sometimes and i want to knowing this and having this conversation, I might be able to start to say, I'm going to do something to make a real effort to try to change that difficult pattern. Sometimes I'll just say, maybe it's even the case that it is not wise for me to spend all my extra energy figuring out how to fix my towel patterns. Maybe I still need to work on other things first before those towel patterns, right? So just because you get to a spot where you're saying, I'm going to I'm going to just accept it and let it be. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna let that be a non-negotiable deal breaker for our relationship. Mm-hmm. I can't really spend all my energy trying to change him. I'm just gonna accept that this happens. I can still say, however, that I would like to find a way to come up with my own clue. I can still work on that as a gift to you, mm-hmm. right? There's, and there's a, so there's a difference between you know the way you would respond and the way maybe I would respond. In this case, it's not going to be very effective, as you're saying to. Uh,
1: I've tried other to, to
0: focus it's just it I tried and, other things right. so they don't work but but this doesn't mean to everybody that they have the same non negotiables you've got to figure out what those are right
1: so, so I've you can de- welcome I've determined something. I've determined that this is not a non negotiable this is something that i can I can live with and I can deal with, and so like I said, because I can't change i'm not i, I resign myself to say, I'm not going to change your behavior in this. So instead, what can I do? I can put preemptively certain things in my situation so that I'm not stuck in the, the part where I get frustrated and angry and leading up to the frustration and anger is me not having a a dry towel to be drying off with at the end of a shower. So I can preemptively make sure that happens, whether or not I find a dry towel in our bedroom ahead of time, whether I get a brand new towel, whatever, whatever that is.
0: And because it's not that debilitating, then even though it's a slight inconvenience, you can live with that. And you have to, this is the empowerment we're talking about with you, friends. You don't have to go our route. What we're saying is you need to be empowered to acknowledge the feelings that you have, to acknowledge the reality of your situation in each event, and then to figure out how you want to, Resolve it. What is the best way to resolve it? Again, you could welcome an action. You could oppose it. You could create boundaries. You could take it very seriously and then forgive it. You can apologize for your own actions. You can ignore and just deal with the inconvenience of that action, that, mm-hmm. that event. You have all these options and more. You're free to creatively respond to them.
1: you can't
0: respond if you're not facing reality.
1: Yeah, I I think of a lot of times, and especially, I mean, it's kind of the joke that when people newly get married or something like that, that it's always going to be uh, the wife that gets frustrated with um, that the the man leaves the toilet seat up. Yes. (laughs) That's just kind of like one of those standard things. Mm -hmm. (laughs) In that situation, because the toilet seat definitely gets left up in my house. One of the things that... It's funny, that really didn't ever bother me too much. (laughs) And I'll say why. (laughs) Because I've learned that if I do put the toilet seat down, sometimes not both the lid and the top that you sit down on comes up. (laughs) And with having three boys, and often, you know, a lot of times when the boys were younger, they wouldn't always think of putting the second one up too. So if if the MO of our household is the toilet seat completely left up. Then I know when I put it down, then I'm going to sit on a dry surface. Yes. <laughs> that's not disgusting.
0: That is how you douse her relationships. <laughs> so for sometimes. me,
1: it was like, it's never a big deal to have the seat up. Um, but you know, everybody's got their own, you know, their own thing. And for some people, the toilet seat up maybe is a non-negotiable. I don't know. Um, I would hope. But
0: you got to work that out.
1: Yeah. That's for each person to decide for themselves.
0: So for me, my issue isn't about towels and masks, but I have a, a similar kind of issue that that really causes a great deal of anxiety in me mm-hmm. and that is getting out on time. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, I remember one time we were gonna move away from California. I didn't think I'd be coming back anytime soon. And um we we were gonna go to Disneyland. And God bless her, but my mom is is notoriously always running late. She she'd be sometimes like a day late, mm-hmm. you know, like we were going to, we were going to drive to uh, New Jersey and I was going to drive. My dad was going to stay home and work. We were going to drive to New Jersey and we were going to leave at like nine in the morning on a Tuesday, Wednesday at four o'clock comes around and we're still just kind of waiting to go.
2: Yeah.
0: That, that kind of causes me a certain kind of anxiety and panic. Cause I can't, it's like my world feels out of control. Things seem to be going in slow motion. It's just, it's just something. And then but then when I go to the Disneyland thing, I remember one time we get to Disneyland, and as we're kind of outside, you know, of the park, we start to hear, you know, about, like, when closing time will be. And we realize by the time we get in through the line, they're going to close earlier in the day. This is when they, they closed a little bit earlier, that we'd only have a few hours, so we went to Sizzler instead.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right, right, which is- <clears throat> Not a
0: good second. Not a, not a, not a good backup. <laughs> not a good uh, God bless Sizzler, uh, especially when you got a bunch of kids. And, and one of the reasons Sizzler was great is if you have a buffet with eight kids, if the little blonde girls move around really fast, you can't really tell the difference. I can't even tell the difference between some of my sisters. <laughs> so you could get a few of those toasts. Anyway, side issue. Point being, there is anxiety in my life related to leaving on time. So if you're an hour too late for us to go on a road trip, mm-hmm. I have this sense that you are threatening to take away the joy of that day. So in my case, I'm going back to little eighth grade me. Mm-hmm. Disneyland will be taken away if mom can't stop combing your hair. Mm-hmm. If you can't get mom out the door, we're going to lose Disneyland. And Disneyland's going to turn into Sizzler. Mm-hmm. So if you think of that metaphorically, if I go back to it, one of the things that comes up in our fights is as we get back in the car, we fight for the first two hours of our road trip. We're in a negative state. Not 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 so much lately, but there have been a lot of yeah, times. No, I
1: mean, I'm, I'm, often, I'm, not, I'm often looking out the window crying. Yes. By the, you know, when yeah. we first start a trip.
0: And sometimes, you know, they, then we have like preemptive reactions because we're like, okay, this is going to be trouble, right? right. You know? And a
1: large, yeah. I mean, and, and for me too, because it's also like for your mom – yeah, it, I was, I've been there and I've seen it and sometimes it is like her brushing her hair. Um, and for me, it's just like, I think it's my, uh, one, this is the intention priority, mm. my, um, perhaps, but my, my one personality that is like trying to think of every, you know, everything I might need. And so I'm like, you know, I'm gathering all the different pieces of what we might need for the trip or whatever. And I'm trying to think of what is it that I'm still missing here or whatever. And so it takes me longer to get everything together. Right? Um, not because I'm just sitting there in front of the mirror. But no, 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 no. I'm, I'm trying no, right, to pack right, things up. And, and, and I think everything. my
0: mom's case was more anxiety about, about going leaving outside. leaving the house. Yeah, it's yeah. actually, it's, it, the right. problem
1: is that she wasn't prepared She wouldn't have known leave it. Her intention
0: wouldn't have been that. That's right. a different issue. But, so, but the point being, you know how, how, how triggering, mm-hmm. if I can say it that way, the action of you being late is. It really causes me distress. Yes. And it happens almost every time. Yes. So that's our reality, right? Like just like the towel, it causes you distress, but it happens almost every time. Um, I would say that my reaction to people being late for me is extreme. It's 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 over. I would even say it's over the top. Mm -hmm. I get, I get, I get self loathing. I feel abandoned. I feel like I'm a child that has no security. I feel like I have no empowerment over my life. I can't just leave. I Mm -hmm. feel trapped. I mean, I have just all of these really negative emotions when it gets to be past 45 minutes of our intended leaving time. Mm-hmm. I then start to mull over, does Stacey hate me? Does Stacey not care that in a few hours she'll be asleep in the passenger seat and I'll be just driving down the road trying to stay awake with a cup of coffee and I'm fatigued because we're running late, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I start to think through, I start to like go into these really dark like circles mm-hmm. And then you sense this in me, and I don't seem like happy, and then it's just it's off to off to the races right, so if you look at it, sometimes what happens is especially earlier on in our relationship, it would be no, I wasn't late, you caused us to be late, or why didn't you you know what I'm saying like oh gosh, and so we fight about that, and that causes well i wouldn't, a difficulty. Say, and
1: I wouldn't say that it would be more like. There were things you could have done to keep moving us along, or something, right? And but my and so best help, reaction help get us or my best reaction
0: is going to be when I'm watching TV and I'm just saying I'm just going to sit here calmly and not think about leaving until Stacy says it's time to go.
1: Yes, that's so what par- you have done more recently,
0: and I think that's helpful. Even though I do agree that there might be things that could be helpful for us getting out the door, mm-hmm. but if I'm just constantly standing up, fidgeting trying to do like two or three little things to move it along that actually like intensifies the problem. Whereas if I'm getting some rest, even I'll be able to then like switch rotations where you get, if you got the car ready, then as I'm driving, I'm more rested because mm-hmm. that's to me, like if I'm up at eight in the morning ready to go and I got my coffee and then it's like 10 o'clock, then I'm starting to like lose that, that boost of energy I have from the coffee. I'm starting to get demoralized and every five minutes I stand back up from the couch and do one thing mm-hmm. and it doesn't really move us forward enough. Mm-hmm. You know, my point being, is it your intention? Well, let's look at the intention now. So the action, let's say it's obvious. The reaction, it'll help our relationship if you recognize that almost every time that I'm running a couple hours late, I'm going to be in a state of emotional anxiety. Right. I can try to calm it down, but that's going to be a pretty... I've got to recognize, you've got to recognize, that's, that's going to be a pretty common reaction.
1: And I guess I never choose the option of leaving on time, but unprepared. I, I never, I never... So I'll still want to finish packing those things that I think that we need and they probably are helpful on the trip. It's So I'm just saying I've never I've never taken the part yeah. of saying
0: and I just don't think you will. I don't think you I'm
1: can. I'm going to leave on the, the yeah. on the on the trip ill prepared with, you know, mm. a few things missing.
0: You could prepare the day before.
1: And I have one time there was a time when I tried as best I can to like I wanted I wanted to like be as preemptive as possible. And I was ready early. And then you bumped up the time because you're like getting excited. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, (laughs) wow. Okay, so now if if I run too far ahead, then the time just gets moved up. And now we're dealing with this issue all over again. Now, I'm sure if I was running late from the new time, you'd be disappointed it wouldn't be as psychologically frustrating.
0: No. No. And I might sense. be impatient or something, but there's, there's a difference. If, if it gets to be two 30, I feel, uh, I feel betrayed a little bit. Like I feel abandoned. betrayed. Like there's a certain threshold where like, if it's like, like, it, like in a way that I wouldn't have, if you said you're going to be ready at 10, now you're ready at nine and I'm getting impatient and th- being able to separate out those different emotions and those responses, I think is really important. Mm-hmm. right because then this is the this is the upshot of what this means we're driving in the road we're ready for this beautiful trip to mexico where we're going somewhere fun and now we're fighting we're starting out the fight mm-hmm. what do we do we immediately stop and say let's do our first aid kit here let's put our first aid kit to work and we say okay were were we clear on when we were going to leave and did we leave on time i think it's helpful to yeah. just start out by saying were we on time or not? Did you say you're going to be at, done at nine and it's 1130 or not? And once we get that, that could be like a five minute, that could be like a five minute conversation instead of a five hour conversation. Mm-hmm. Till we're in Idaho,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like now I'm resol- I'm not stressed that I'm being gaslit or lied to. And you can, we just get past that. Mm-hmm. Right. Then you say, what is your intention? You're in then. Well, no, then we go to reaction. And then you could say, I'm sorry that you're feeling those feelings mm-hmm. that you always feel.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, that would be a really easy way to resolve that so that before we even get down the highway, mm-hmm. we've got that thing handled. And then if we need to, we could talk about, well, you were worried that, that there's so much different weather patterns that you wanted to have more stuff.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Or you could just say, hey, I was tired. My intention wasn't to be late, but I just, we stayed up late with the My intention kids. isn't
1: to be late, but I am horrifically like always miss misjudging the time it's going to take me to do things when it comes to leaving
0: someone. And I want to know, do you not care?
1: Uh, <laughs> no, it's not right? about not no, what I'm saying, but all. like
0: having that reassurance, mm-hmm. even if it's just, okay, calm your body down, mounts And
1: I also, I, I think I probably don't, um, I don't respect our, uh, leaving time as an appointment time as much as what I should too. If that makes sense.
0: Um, and you may never, but you verbalizing that helps me. Mm hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just recognizing the Bec- pain that, that causes because me. Because usually... The, I have an expectation. I have this sense that we have an agreement, and then that agreement is broken, right. and that makes me feel sad. Because it feels our, like our less, times, less trust. Our
1: times are often suggestions or just, you know, like... Uh, arbitrary. Some of us. <laughs> no, I'm, <laughs> right, right. but I'm saying they are arbitrary right, often right, that we right. just have come up with. It's not like we've got... Necessarily a check in time because we often just go in like free camp. We just drive somewhere and going to find somewhere to crash and then, you know, and then be on for the next day. Right. right. So I guess what I'm trying to say is that I don't, I don't probably give it as much of a hard fast like this needs to happen at this time. Um, even if we did, I probably would find myself a half an hour late. Yes, <laughs> and I, I don't know if I can do anything about that. Um But it wouldn't so. be. It wouldn't. You haven't. But you it haven't ever. <laughs> but it wouldn't be an hour. Well, I guess I mean, you might have been able to pull. But see, even
0: just say like one time? Like right. it, that's and I, being on time once in our twi- like, I mean, no, like you've been on time more than that. But I'm saying like I've being able to remember. Time,
1: but I'm saying for a trip, I especially like when we are just going to go on a road trip. Um, Yeah, I mean, I I for whatever reason you're not
0: going to be a half hour early you're almost always going to be at least a half hour late right yeah and so you come to terms with that i come to terms with that
1: and i'm not trying to do that i just it always happens that way
0: but isn't that part of what our exercise is Yes. So just recognizing that pattern, right? So now what do we do? Mm -hmm. And part of surfing the Tao is recognizing reality instead of trying to swim against the current. Right. So if the number one goal for me is to try to get on time. Now, what do you do? People do this all the time. They say, oh, what's what's a resolution? Well, we just tell people nine when we, and that's part of it, right? So when you were early, I didn't think you were early. (laughs) I thought we should have left at seven in the morning. Mm. You ended up getting out at eight. But I'm just getting the best I can get, right? Mm-hmm. So, so you can't, I mean, a certain said you can't do that, right? You can't, like, you can't say, um, um, and, and a lot of people say, well, we're just going to set our alarm at 3 o'clock. We're going like, to move our alarm back 10 minutes, or we're going to tell the Mallinson's a certain time. That's what they used to do for my yeah. mom, right? Mm-hmm. So they would always say, you know, hey, Thanksgiving's going to start at, at 2, when actually Thanksgiving, they fully intended it to, to start, start at 5. Or We'd yeah. still meet, meet them up at 6 oh. <laughs> and still get hassled. That was the worst too. I mean, one thing that nobody could possibly understand is as the oldest son, I mean, sorry, uh, other people could understand this. I'm saying at, one one thing worth noting is as the oldest son, when my family of 8 plus my parents and the and the maybe the dog roll out of our suburban to go visit the 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 relatives for Thanksgiving, we're probably going to be 4 hours late the food's getting cold and I'm the first one who has to come in almost every time. So I'm the one who comes in with a bag of rolls
2: mm-hmm.
0: and the frustration of the extended family
2: mm-hmm.
0: is all loaded onto me
2: mm-hmm.
0: growing up. Mm-hmm. Well, it's finally time that you showed up. I'm not the one who's running late. I'm the one who's begging people to get in the car. Mm-hmm. And I'm also the one who's getting hassled. Mm-hmm. That's almost all of my life. This crime your river, in the podcast with some violins and crime river. But like, Your I, growing I, up life. My growing up. No, but no, no, not just in my only life. Literally, no. Not just in my growing up life. At work, this happens, right? So I'm in one meeting, that meeting's running late. Mm. I get this anxiety like, well, I need to kill this meeting. I'm going to get to the next meeting. And people are like, why are you so spazzy, and Why are you so impatient? Why are you always like fidgety? So then I run from that meeting, grab a mask too fast, right? And then I go to the next meeting,
2: mm-hmm. right?
0: And I'm 10 minutes late. Mm-hmm. Now, these people are mad at me. Mm-hmm. And I desperately didn't want to be late. Mm-hmm. So somebody else makes me late very often. And then other people are mad at me for being late. And then this day becomes this torture. I hate being late, and my days often become a torture of being just a little bit behind on every single thing mm-hmm. and then I'm the one who feels like I feel like I did something bad, and I hate that fact, and mm-hmm. then I constantly keep doing and it just kind of it just and then a whole semester can become like this, right? Mm. Somebody doesn't get back to me on time in September, and I'm now still dealing with the paperwork in December. So
1: what are some possible uh, resolutions that are within your control um, to the running late and meetings and all of this in your life?
0: Well, for me, I mean, so I, I don't like the deception. I think the deception of saying I want to leave at eight You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I see. But
1: really thinking... You're really thinking noon. You say 8, so that... That that doesn't work. That doesn't work. Early at 10 or something, Um, but...
0: I think that for me, what I need to do is have... I need to have some hard and fast times to say, if we're going to go on a four-day vacation, if we kill the first day, I might not be able to do this vacation. Not because I'm going on strike or being a tantrum thrower that says I'm not doing this. I just need to say... For my sanity, if I, have a fi- if I have five days to work with, mm-hmm. if, if the whole of the first of my five days off mm-hmm. is just packing up the car, then at some point I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to put the brakes on and say, this is now kind of potentially a doomed vacation where I'll just be constantly dealing with the fact that I'm tired on this vacation for, for losing the day and driving through the night. Maybe we do a staycation.
2: Mhm.
1: So then you need to have like a minimum amount of days in order to make a road trip worthwhile.
0: There's a window that you've you've got now or, or somebody else I've got. There's a window in which I'm like cool with being able to to live with that. And and during that time, I will be less I will be less stressed and I will be causing you less stressed because I'm just going to be sitting, having a tea and reading if that's okay. Because that way you've, you're thinking through everything, but I'm not just standing up nervously thinking that I'm going to leave any minute and an hour goes by and I'm on my feet and I'm kind of tired. Mm -hmm. I might even sleep. Mm
2: -hmm. Do you know what
0: I'm saying? Like if I, if I just say I'm going to just take a nap all morning until you're ready, Mm -hmm. you know, um, again, assuming that, that that doesn't mean that I wake up and then nothing was going on. And that we assume that we're still going to be going. Does that make Mm -hmm. sense? So like, I'm going to put a certain set of boundaries and expectations, and then I'm going to just kind of totally lay off so that I don't increase the anxiety in the room. And that also that when I wake up and we're finally going, I'm not already kind of feeling impatient and then giving those vibes off as I'm starting to start the car. Because very often when I do have those vibes, there might be one little thing that I do that sets me off. Like we're starting to drive and I got to go back and get a phone charger it's a lot easier for me to go back and get a phone charger if I haven't been nervously pacing back and forth to the car, getting things that we forgot. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Mm-hmm. Whereas if I'm kind of, if I'm feeling groovy, we get in the car, we start driving, we got to turn around. I'll just accept that. I'll just deal with that. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Cause I'm not already, I'm not already on edge.
1: Yeah. And then, and then on my own part, obviously just trying as best I can to be, on time try to start getting ready earlier trying you know as much as i possibly can and who knows maybe maybe 2021 i can find a whole Beyond new on time me um
0: but this know. but this is and that's true but this is like you know for, for us i think this is just there's a lot of long-term things we can do mm-hmm. but what this is for is just kind of I- identifying these things so you can talk through what's going on in your relationship in a way that you're not confusing this is the takeaway for me it's not how you really resolve it, but it's about talking about the right thing. When you're talking about intention, you've got to know that you're both talking about intention. When you're talking about the action, you know you're both talking about the action. When you're talking about the reaction, you're talking about the reaction. And then when you deal with the resolution, you're not confused about what happened. Gotcha. You're just conf- you're not confused at all. You're just coming up with strategies that might make that work. And it could be something you resolve immediately. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You might resolve in the car to say, we're not going to fight about it because we're ready to have a good time. Mm-hmm. And then we'll deal with this in a future episode of life, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. how we're going to set those. Because we know our intention isn't to have a crummy time on the road. Our intention is to recoup and love each other and have fun. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we both then realign in our, uh, in our intentions. And uh, hopefully then we bring things back and we get back into the flow. And when we get the flow, we're not so so uh frantic Mm -hmm. we're not flailing about Mm -hmm. and the opposite of flailing about disruption and anxiety
1: is if nothing else hopefully maybe just finding a little slice of piece of pump Uh, thank you so much friends for joining us for this episode of the protect your noggin podcast you want to join in on the conversation? We'd love to respond to your questions or comments on a future show. You can record a message by going to protectyournoggin.org and clicking on the blue voice message button. And don't worry about getting it perfect since you'll have five minutes and a chance to preview your message before sending. You can also send an email if you're not comfortable with leaving a voice message. Please also follow us on Twitter at the PYNP and rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you found this show of any help, uh, why not share it with a friend? Until next time, peace upon peace, friends. But
2: he
0: said that wasn't any leather. He said i was going out of my mind. Not going out of your mind. You're slowly and systematically being driven out of your mind. Why? Why? That's because you found this letter low too much.